This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What up, A-Sound? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura. Tonight, we are joined by Christian Putalias. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back. And Rodriguez Segura. What's up, bro? What's good, everyone? Not too bad, man. Another another week closer to the MLS season to kick off. Man, I'm, I'm excited. But before we talk a little bit of Dynamo and the Dynamo news, man, Christian, tell us a little bit about the media game, man. It looked like it was a lot of fun. Too bad I couldn't be there. Yeah, man. It was a, a lot of fun. A lot of people came out. Um, a lot of, like, Spanish media, a lot of English media, of course, you know, like, written and, and like, kind of, like, you know, internet media. I don't know how you call it. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Whatever the name and is. They call it, like, TV and written media or something. Yeah. Long, but... I mean, I guess <laughs> nowadays nobody does, like, newspapers. So everything's, like, online, right? But then you have like your writers and, and your t- television, you know, video and camera, and like pictures, people and stuff like that. So a bunch of people uh, able to make like four teams and then, you know, two, two orange, two white teams played against each other. 8v8, you know, some some people were chopped, you know, some people were uh, ridiculed out in the field. But all I know is that my team won 11 to 7. Uh, I I was the Iniesta of the of the Barcelona in two thousand and six seven eight. I had uh, one goal and like four assists, and then I was I was good to go. I sat back and I defended later, but yeah, no, it was fun, fun times, good food. Uh, so shout out to to Edgar Valise, who is the head of communications for the club, and Angel Harris and everybody that was out there that you know is part of the staff. And also, we had a one actually one of the Dynamo Academy kids. Well, I don't know if he's a kid. He's like 19 years old. Uh, Minor, uh, what was his last name? Castro, I think it is. I can't remember. I'm I'm probably butchering his name. But little little young guy. He was like the referee or whatever. So it's cool to see that you know they they were they involved, you know the the young uh, guys from the from the club to be part of, of you know the media or you know whatever, whoever we are. That sometimes we give our opinions or write about the team, you know, try to keep the people informed. But fun times, fun times. Yeah, so you know, it looks like you had a lot of fun. And Rodrigo, you'll be back in in Houston in the summer, so we'll probably make it out to the the one for this year. Edgar said it was going to be November, December. Let's see if that stays because we waited for <laughs> November and December, and it turned out to be January. And uh, I was out of town and I couldn't make it, but it's fun it's good to have those and just kind of network with the people and why not, you know, rub, rub elbows with, uh, yeah. Let me, let me say something. I don't know if I, if I'm, if I am supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know, hopefully not break trust, but they, they were saying that hopefully maybe in the future, the media game might be played in the stadium. So that would be dope. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be pretty cool to do. Especially if it's like maybe like a during during the game, like a halftime, you know, kind of like That'd we nice. saw that uh, Sporting KC one that it was like towards the end of the season. They did uh, just a 15 minute, you know, game 
with the media uh, to have that. That'd be that'd be kind of interesting for sure. Probably give myself a pool hammy, and it will it'll probably happen. But uh, <laughs> guys, let's let's hit up some some Dynamo news. We uh, last week when we recorded um, and the episode ended up dropping, uh, and we talked about how you know the left back position was taking. You know, we had Adam Lunkis, uh, Junko was in question, and of course Brad Schmidt was going to be depth. Now I think we're going to hit the little panic button a little bit because uh, last week we saw that um, Adam ended up getting traded to Austin FC. Uh, they gave us, or in return for him, we got 500 or half a million of GAM money, you know, those really cool uh, um, fake money that the MLS gives away to do business. Um, kind of sucks that he left to Austin as a rival team. Um, it I believe Asher did mention how um, technical director Asher Mendelssohn mentioned how uh, Adam had asked to probably, you know, leave the club. And they, the only viable option that they were able to find or a good enough option was Austin. Um, Rodrigo, since you've been kind of quiet from the get go, man, your thoughts on Lundy leaving, man? I mean, he's a good player. I think he did deserve a better team and, not saying Austin is better, but they did, you know, had a great season last year, obviously better than us. You know, he's still pretty young that he can, you know, improve his game. So, yeah, it sucks that we we lose him. And, I mean, is it time to put uh, Junko's face on a milk carton? Because, like, we can't <laughs> seem to know where this guy's at and we definitely need a left back. So... You know, I think, like you said, we're just hitting the panic button at this point. I'm sure um, the front office staff people, they they have, you know, that's that's the main position they're trying to cover right now. Um, unless, you know, we go into a three center back deal with, you know, using more of a winger um, to play those left, left and right um, backs. But, man. Sucks that Adam left, you know, being the captain, especially after we had just, I don't want to be mean, but gotten rid of Parker. <laughs> you know, he would have been our next, I guess, captain to step up. And all of a sudden, he doesn't want to be part of the team. Unless that was his buddy. Maybe they were like good friends or something. And they're like, man, Parker left. I kind of feel like left out. I want to go find something else. But Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's, a, it's kind of sucky to lose which he was the captain, you know, obviously for a while. He was one of the captains between him, Parker, and Mati Vera. They're all gone. They're most likely will never play for the Dynamo again. So it's really interesting. I guess now in default, Ache Ache becomes a captain, and surely there's going to be a vice captain that's going to step up. Uh, that's a good question. Who would be your vice captain, Christian? Just quickly, Coco. man. Coco? Yeah. Coco or, say Coco. or uh, goalkeeper? Yeah, Steve Clark. Yes, I could see Steve Clark. He's he's a good uh, a good choice for sure for uh, for him to be the the captain. Um, okay, so obviously we lose him, uh, Christian. Any thoughts on just the rivalry aspect of it? It's a getting diluted, kind of like a rootie going to them, or you know, minor Figaro coming from Dallas to Houston. No, I no. Honestly, I think uh, I'm not going to make a big deal out of, out of Austin. Even though I don't respect Austin as a as a as a not as a club, but like you know, just because I'm not, I don't like him, you know, <laughs> yeah, like 
just for rivalry purposes. Yeah, that don't they're, respect people. Them, you know? they're people. Yeah. They're people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their whole it's population California. as a whole. Uh, no, you know, I, I think our, my focus, one of my uh, goals for this year was to recenter my hate for Dallas. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think I gave Austin a little bit, a little bit too much of my attention last year. So I'm going to redirect my hate towards Dallas. And no, I mean, it is what it is. You know, he wanted he wanted to get out of the club. Like you said, there was nobody else willing to offer that much money. And at the point that we're at, you know, when you look at all the moves that, that the Dynamo are trying to make, we do need money. We do need cash uh, to kind of make those, you know, those specific moves that are needed to kind of move the team forward. And it's a big deal when you think about, you know, you just mentioned about, you know, Parker, Matias Vera, and Adam Lundy uh, leaving the club, being the the last three captains that we had in the in the club, right? I mean, that's a big deal because mm-hmm. you know the the three guys that were the leadership of the club are have are completely out of the club. So that means that when they talked about you know creating like a new you know state of uh, of or, you know state new of culture, mind, yeah, yeah, new culture. Like you literally have to you know rip rip it from from the roots you know and you know even though i honestly you know i never saw parker as a houstonian i i did see lundy as part of this you know city or club maybe just because he's been here for a little bit longer maybe a little bit more with matias vera too but then towards the end of the season you know the last few seasons he kind of seemed to kind of fade away right but i think it's a good thing overall i think culturally for this club, for this team is going to be really good. And I think we see a lot of changes and this is one of them, you know? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, Lundy was a good player. He was consistent. He wasn't like the best or the worst, obviously in MLS, but he was somebody that uh, even though he would hope that, you know, that left back position was his, we could always improve. Right. And, and, and even himself, I'm sure he's looking for a new challenge. You know, you've been in yeah. Houston for four or five years now. Uh, I think he was going to his sixth season with the club. You know, you haven't won anything. Sometimes you need a, a fresh air, man. And talking about signings and, and picking up, you know, changing the culture and picking up winners, uh, we they did finally announce Franco Escobar last week as well. Um, so, you know, he won two MLS Cubs, one with uh, Atlanta United in 2018 and just recently with LAFC. So, you know, we saw a list of all the guys that, that brought in, you know, especially the last year, but all the guys have been pretty much winners, you know, that winner mentality uh, into the club. Now, right now, the rumor is, and it seems that it may be official pretty soon. Uh, we haven't heard anything from the club, but it looks like the uh, the Moroccan midfielder, uh, Anime, is it Anime? Animo. <laughs> anime uh, Basi, the, yeah, the, 24 25 year old Moroccan player um that currently plays in the second division in France it looks like he is going to be a part of the Dynamo surely we'll hear hopefully tomorrow it'd be good to hear it on Friday uh as a new um oh, whenever you guys listen to it maybe it'll be breaking already but that's another one waiting for anything you guys want to add Rodrigo you want to add anything about this uh Basi kid um it looks like his ratings and passings are pretty dang good uh, you know, if you look at the um, um, website, F, is it F brief? Is that, yeah, I think it's a uh, dot com. His numbers 
had some really good similarities to some pretty good players. So, but do anything you want to add on this, or we can move past him in? I mean, not not specifically on him, but just what the front office has been doing so far of basically restructuring, you know, this whole new team. I feel like, you know, it's a win. Obviously, we don't know exactly how good this player is going to fit or anybody coming in, but it just kind of feels good that we're finally getting rid of some players and kind of stretching, starting off fresh in a way. And just overall with everything, I mean, you know, the the stadium's getting kind of redesigned with the seats. Um, We'll talk about, I guess, the, the name change, new sponsors all that kind of stuff has, you know, so far been pretty good. And I'm sure with the players and everything coming in, it's going to feel like a whole new team rather than, you know, we last year we hit the restart, got a new coach, and then just still ended up in last. I feel like this time it's going to be more of a fresher season for us. Uh, just pronunciation, I looked it up. It's Amin Basi. That's the guy's name. It looks like he's going to be a number 10 or creative midfielder. A lot of people have been asking for a guy like that. We'll see if he is the guy uh, and if he does, you know, is able to bring that to the MLS. Um, you know, I, I was going to talk a little bit of signings. Uh, well, related, continuing with the staff. So the team ended up hiring another assistant coach that would help out um, Ben Olsen uh, and Brendan Burke. So Brendan Burke uh, helped rebuild the uh, Colorado switchbacks as a head coach and general manager for the USO championships. Um, it looks like the guy's very talented, uh, you know, had had multiple roles in Philadelphia. So that apart from just getting players, um, they're trying to get a good coaching staff that can also change that shift in mentality. So it's always good to see. I think, you know, 2023 is looking more promising than even last year because last year we really just got a coach, one coach basically, and Ache Ache, and obviously not a lot of things were able to change. Um, we'll go right into, Rodrigo, what you are saying. So the Dynamo announced that, you know, with all the stadium renovations, um, the stadium would now be called Shell Energy Stadium. Uh, so that's what three names in like three years, basically. It feels like uh, we went from BBA Compass to BBA to PNC Stadium and now Shell Energy. Uh, I guess we're going to call it Shelly. I'm going to go to Shelly Stadium. That's what it's probably going to be. I think it's going to just be the Shell. Like we're, we're going the to shell? the Shell. <laughs> like yeah. We're going to the gas station. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be a bank before. Now we changed it into a gas station over here. Like Concha del Dynamo. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, another sponsor that the Dynamo (laughs) unveiled was uh, Tech. Since I guess since they lost the uh, PNC bank, they ended up picking up a Texas Bay Area credit union. Good credit union, mm-hmm. if you have it, is mostly like on the south part of Houston, south like southeast part of Houston, I guess. That's where the locations are. But anyways, since I have them, I'm going to try to see if they have a Dynamo uh, credit card or something like that, just so I can have it. Not, I'm not going to use it. I just want it in my wallet, you know, <laughs> to be kind of cool. Uh, and lastly, the, I think one of the big deals, uh, it's the hiring of SCR, or sorry, SRC football. 
you know, the analytic analytics department. And it's pretty ridiculous that we did not have one. Uh, being especially in the Tab Ramos era, that it looks like all he did was look at numbers uh, and statistics. So maybe, you know, this group of uh, people will um, end up changing that around. I know that all of them, whether I, I can't, I don't remember who, because I'm looking at their names. It's uh, Ravi Ramineni, Sarah Rudd, and Cole Grossman. Um, they've all kind of been key parts of pretty big teams, whether it be Seattle Sounders, Arsenal, uh, you know, very qualified people. Hopefully they can help, um, you know, this coaching staff, uh, whether it be with scouting or just uh, in uh, training sessions, figure out how they can uh, help the players do better, which is what we all want, right? And lastly, the last thing I wanted to talk about is, which I didn't put on my list, but it's the uh, Leaks Cup. Right. So there's a report out there from my, is it Gustavo? Can't think of his last name. Big media dude. If somebody can help me, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but it looks like the Dynamo are going to be in group 12, which will be Orlando City, Santos Laguna, and of course, Dynamo. Um, the first or the two top teams in that group of three will pass on to the next uh, phase. And again, that will be in the summer. I'm looking forward to it because it kicks off, I believe, like the first week of July. Um, so that July and August will be an interesting for sure. What's up? Yeah, it's mid-July to mid-August. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, yeah, so it's more, more games that we can see. Uh, I'm not sure if there'll be any being played in Houston. Uh, they may end up taking it to Orlando and all the matches may be over there, which, again, is two matches, basically back-to-back. Um, and if you finish with in the first two places out of the three, then you move on to the next uh, phase. So, and again, more soccer to cover, more Dynamo-related stuff to cover. Um yeah, man, any, anything you guys uh, want to – I know I kind of ran through it pretty quickly, but anything you guys want to add, man, feel free. Rodrigo, Christian. Rodrigo, you have anything? Because I have a few things. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> uh, the floor is open. Uh, one thing um, – damn, I forgot everything that I was going to say. But it's He okay. said many, man. He forgot. Yeah, no, right. So the coach. Let me talk about the coach real quick. Uh, Brendan Burke. So you said he came from Philadelphia. Well, he went through Philadelphia. So obviously, we know what Philadelphia has been basically amazing the the last five six years. They build up their academy. They build up their club. They're not only a good team in the MLS, but they have become a a selling team in the MLS and to outside. So that's something really good. Uh, obviously this guy coming from an USL team that, you know, has fought for, you know, for championships has made it all the way to, to, you know, to later stages of the playoffs and stuff like that. 
And he's going to, obviously, he's going to be looking to come here and do good as an assistant coach, obviously, to basically move on and hopefully find a a coaching role, you know, a head coaching role, and, you know, hopefully in the MLS someday. So a good opportunity for him to basically show everything that he has, that he knows, and that obviously translate into the dynamo becoming a successful team which is, you know, it's it's only positive because if good things come to, to the coach, obviously good things should come to the team. So it's a win-win for both of them. They both have everything to gain, kind of nothing to lose, unless obviously if you do bad, then it's not a good look. Shout out to uh, Paulo, our last coach. Um, Franco Escobar, obviously. Paulo Magdalena. Uh, yeah, I forgot his name. <laughs> oh, uh, Franco Escobar, obviously, come from Atlanta. Also Atlanta and LAFC, right? two championships yes. so i mean obviously that experience we don't, we don't have to say much about that but i wanted to give a shout out to i think it's chris righteous on twitter yeah uh, he he mentioned something about uh amine right bossy that we mm-hmm. said his name was and he he read he posted something about you know how we are not going to be dependent on one person as a club anymore which it was a really good point that i had thought of Whenever I heard um, Pat ne- Pat Nagamura, Pat Onstead, you know, talk about that on the Glenn Davis show. If you haven't, go check that out. Um, he was talking about you know multiple signings and stuff like that. And one of the things that he mentioned about Bossy was how he could play as a ten, but also as a winger. But the Dynamo has basically uh, hired not hired, but signed two players that have similar you know outlooks in the field that they're going to be played playing similar positions, being uh, Ivan Franco, right? I think is his name. And uh, obviously Bossy, right? So with that being said, that means that we have uh, multiple players and then obviously Coco Carrasquilla being like a third player that could also become that number 10 role. So if you look at this team, if you look at the roster, we went from having one Darwin Quintero's, you know, old, you know, not old, but, you know, older in soccer years, uh, you know, creator in the field that could only give you 60 minutes, uh, you know, defensively, maybe not give you a lot. And now we went with Coco Carasquilla, a, a guy that has, you know, some some European experience, very young still, and could give you some defensive work as well. And then you bring, you know, two guys that are very young as well, maybe, you know, go into the peak of their careers and with the whole MLS being, you know, starting to become an, a selling league, you know, these these players are coming to the MLS and trying to maybe show out. And, you know, if we see the Dynamo maybe as a small club compared to the other ones in the terms of uh, maybe popularity and in terms of obviously championships in a way or championships lately, right? Because the Dynamo have been terrible lately. But, you know, if you look at these players trying to, have good seasons, maybe move into a bigger name team, you know, your LAFCs, your NYFCs, your Philadelphia's, whatever it may be, in the league, and then make that jump into possibly Europe. Uh, so you have, you went from having one older dude to having three guys that could play the same role. And obviously competition, you know, competition is always good because it gives you different, you know, outlooks. It gives you different guys that are want to give their 110% in the field to obviously become the better, the better number 10, the better winger, the better player in that position and, you know, beat his teammate in a way. Right. But at the end of the day, obviously benefits the team. 
Um, so I thought it was a really good point by him that I had thought about, but obviously I read it through through his page and I thought it was a really good point to bring up. So shout out to him on that. And then analytics. I mean, nowadays, you know, we live by numbers, you know, and, and numbers are everything. I mean, on our group chat, we know a couple of nerds that all they do is look at numbers and they were excited. And if they were excited, you know, as as big nerds that they are, I get excited because I know that, you know, we got good people. And if you look at the Sounders, if you look at the things that the Sounders or the players that the Sounders have signed and the money that they put into them and kind of like the return on investments and what the analytics departments did with Sounders. And we brought, you know, that dude basically that made those decisions to the Dynamo. It kind of gives you, you know, some type of hope that, Maybe we won't, you know, have that immediately, but, you know, in a few years with the proper signings, with the proper analytics, with the proper, you know, numbers and the correct people doing the scouting. Because, I mean, if you look at the scouting department and the Houston Dynamo, it was not non-existent, you know. Uh, I think we had like one scout in South America and, you know, not to be mean, but he was just an old player that, you know, got a a job out of it, you know. Um, Right. You know, not everything. But choose a great player. Vicente Sanchez. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes being a good player doesn't really translate into other, you know, soccer positions. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Um, And, you know, like I said, nothing against him. But I think a better put together team that actually looks into numbers, you know, and skills as well. Uh, I think it could be a perfect combination of like, Dan, look at his numbers. but also whole money ball effect. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, why not? You know, it is soccer, but you know, at the same time we live in the 20, whatever century we live in. And, you know, that's just how it's run. Fortunately and unfortunately for other people that are like purists or whatever, you know? But, yeah. And if you guys, but it's still stats. I feel like stats are always going to be over everything yeah, now, just because especially now they, they never really get things wrong, I guess, in a way. I mean, you know, like the, not get things wrong but you know like the average will eventually be the average numbers don't lie basically yeah well and i was gonna say the if if people didn't know because not my sources are guys that work doing the stats with i guess asa and stuff like that which is sag barry in our group and dynamo theory that he mentioned how i think it was sarah rudd that was basically you know, the company she worked for is what created the uh, whole, uh, what is it, XG, you know, stat. So oh, that's a fun stat. Somebody that, yeah, <laughs> that developed all that stuff, you know, because not that it matters hey, to me. It, full, it yeah, full, yeah, full, di- full disclosure, <laughs> I I could care less about XG, but, you know, some a lot of people look at XG and, and XG and some, and some people matter. And like yeah. sometimes, you know, it's it's reality. Like if you I mean, guy, it's, it's good stats, right? You want to know how you know the possibility of this person scoring a goal per se. But to yeah. me, just score a goal. Just get <laughs> yeah. just get the goal. At, at least you know he's <laughs> he's a chance creator. You know, and the more chances right. you create, the more opportunities you have. So I I, I mean sure. I, that's what XG is, right? Chances created in a way. Sorry, Rodrigo. What were you gonna say about stats? Nothing. All right, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's what most people look at now. <laughs> that's basically it. <laughs> that's it. You know? well, guys, 
<laughs> Any anything else you guys want to add before we shut it down? Uh Harris told me to say the name of the stadium is Shell Energy. He said say both of the words. <laughs> so Shell just, energy. Just, yeah, it's not just Shell Stadium, it's Shell Energy. <laughs> I guess they, they must energy have like stadium. a contract or something. I guess they do have a contract. They're paying probably yeah. a pretty good amount of money <laughs> to renovate yeah, the sure. stadium. That's new but, see. Other than that, I'm done. Skis. Yeah, so the naming rights were the uh, Shell Energy. So, yeah, Shell Energy Stadium. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. So here's what they said. On behalf of the club, we are ecstatic to not only expand our relationship with Shell Energy, but combine efforts to truly impact the city of Houston through an array of community and sustainability projects. That was a difficult word to get out. Uh, club Harney owner and Sherman said, Ted Siegel, um, we look forward to welcoming our new passionate fans to Shell Energy Stadium this spring following the extensive renovations to and has the experience. Which, like, Rodrigo, what you said, man, is dead on, man. Like, you literally had to, like, break this, you know, team from the core. And even, you know, you're having a brand new stadium, basically, by everything. So the atmosphere is going to be pretty awesome, I think, this year. Just that everything entails, for sure. The, the only thing Shell Energy needs to invest now with the stadium is like a roof. I don't know if you guys seen yeah. the new uh, Madrid stadium, but we need those people to start, you know, <laughs> Well, they say that it would take more money to put a roof. Like it's easier That's for fine. them to actually build a new stadium than to actually put a roof in this one. No, no, that's, that, that's, that's what they lie. say. That's what they say. I don't know. I don't know who's. <laughs> I don't know who's the engineer, but I'm not engineer, so I just work with fish. You already have the main thing. You just, anyways, let's just play at night. Just, I mean, just hire a Mexican. <laughs> they'll put a tent over it. <laughs> they'll, they'll build you a deck too if you want. Yeah, yeah it'd, hey, it'd, be, it'd mean, be awesome. And it'll probably be like $3,000. Honestly, I mean, I, super cheap, I, under, super good. I, I, under, I understand it gets hot. And I understand that. It's I the rain. I think AC. to me it's more the rain. It's just water, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. But I'm just saying, like, how many game delays and, like, things well, we've you know, been through. Well, the rain delays come because of, uh, of, of thunder. Yeah, I know, I but if you have a roof, who cares? Yeah, that's point. He has a point. <laughs> that's, that's the theory is brilliant. But you're but you're but you're playing in the dome, bro. Like that's that's whack. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like the open roof kind of thing. Like just look at the Madrid Stadium. It looks nice. They you, it has a retractable roof. Let's though. take over Minute Maid. Let's just take over Minute Maid and make that our. <laughs> or you know, bro. I went to Minute Maid last on Monday, and they're repairing the roof too. They said, and all the screens and stuff. So everybody's getting renovations in Houston, which is kind of cool. Well, that's good. I mean, they're saying even the Texans are going to get a, a new everything too, and they may send them back to Tennessee. 
<laughs> Relocation again. <laughs> Make the move over there but, again. But all right, guys, I think we're ready to shut it down. Christian, man, if you can tell the people how they can connect with us, man. I can try give it a try. Um, you can always go to dynamotheory.com for everything and anything. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us at dynamotheory.com on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, the Instagram is slowly growing, and I think also the, the Twitter is, is about to get to a good round number. So go ahead and just keep following that. If you want yeah. really good information there. Oh, I remembered. Uh, Dustin wrote a, a really quick article about the analytics uh, and the analytics people. So go check that out. A lot of good information there. Uh, obviously, since we're starting the year, breakfast links are going to start coming back. Uh, we're getting a little schedule together with all the folks that I have joined the team. And we're going to be putting, you know, a lot more stuff uh you know, together. So you're probably going to have almost daily content, you know, Dynamo, Dynamo Tuesday or Dynamo Tuesdays. No, what was it called? Tuesday. <laughs> Damn, I forgot my Dynamo. own segment. <laughs> 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 what, what was it? The Tuesdays, the Dynamo Dose yeah. Tuesdays or whatever. Yeah. The Tuesdays, the Dynamo, Dynamo Tuesdays. Well, the whole point is that Tuesdays, Tuesdays. yeah, we write, you know, once once the MLS Next Pro begins. Yeah, for for those people listening, Rudy's throwing the number two with his hands. Two, two. (laughs) So, you know, that's where we keep up with the MLS Next Pro, the young guys coming up the ranks, and we give them a little bit of time to shine as well. And uh, if you need to follow me for any type of reason, you can find me at Chris Putalias. You can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01 and Rudy Segura at Rudy Segura 3. So don't forget dynamotheory.com for everything and anything. And once again, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the, thank you. the group keeps growing. So that, that's what I was going to say. The group keeps growing. We have with Joey Stats has joined Dynamo Theory. So we'll probably put them to work, do some stuff as well. Uh, <laughs> hey, nothing is free here, Rodrigo. You're such a diva. <laughs> no. I, Rodrigo's I taking over the Wednesday uh, links. <laughs> yeah. I am. Rodrigo's waiting until he gets back to Houston <laughs> to do some work. <laughs> but yeah, uh, not, I'm going to have to yeah. start working over here. Yeah, for real. <laughs> But I was just going to add, yeah, make sure to uh, obviously uh, like and subscribe to this show um, and, you know, give us a rating, give us a comment. You know, if we suck, put it up there. We would love for it to be all five stars and, you know, rainbows and butterflies. But, you know, do you guys. And uh, we really appreciate all the support. But feel free to close it out, man. Yes, sir. Houston fans, thank you for listening. And remember to always hold it down and keep it forever orange. Do 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 do